Welcome loves to Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. Death brings D and Mr. Three closer than ever. The beauty, the protector, the need to protect, the need to be protected, (laughs) consumes their minds in this time of desperation. Will Mr. Three ever know about the secret life of D? And if it comes to surface, will he remain her protector? I ran to the bathroom to talk. I turned on the faucet to mask the conversation. Mr. Ugly Ass, I want to explain, but I can't right now. Was he really an intruder? Yes. Have you talked to the police? For what, D? I don't know. We need to meet ASAP. Where are you? With a friend. What kind of a friend? A trustworthy one. You're fucking him too, huh? I'll explain. Meet me tomorrow at the corner bar. I mentioned the address quickly. I need to lay low. That hole in the wall place and those fucked up lights will disguise me. Okay, D. D, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm just a little shaken up. I'm gonna go lay down. Okay, bae. Laying in Mr. Three's bed actually felt more like heaven than my own bed. It smelled just like him. It was warm. His comforter felt like his arms. I began to drift. My body became heavy, but relaxed, long, and light. I inhaled deeply, exhaled, and felt Mr. Three holding me in the bed. I slept like a baby. (sighs) D. I could take off work today. Mr. Three, no, it's okay. I'll manage. You sure? Yeah. I'll take a half day, okay? I'll be back in a few hours. Okay, love. I laid back in the bed while he showered, and I checked my phone. I had seven missed unknown calls, 14 missed unrecognizable calls, 10 missed calls from Miss Optimistic Bitch, and seven missed calls from Mr. Finass. I heard the shower stop. I put the phone down and closed my eyes. I felt Mr. Three sit next to my body on the bed. He smelled so amazing. I opened my eyes to his warm smile and fully clothed body. He had put on black sweatpants, a red wife beater, and white gym shoes. 
I sat up and he grabbed me and kissed me, said he'd be back and left. I got up and showered quickly. I threw on black jeans, a black tank top. I put on black baseball cap, black sunglasses and black gym shoes. I felt like death, but I needed to meet Mr. Ugly Ass quickly. So I called for a taxi driver and waited. D, over here. Mr. Ugly Ass stood in the corner. His ugly ass had the audacity to be wearing a bright yellow button-up with red khakis and brown loafers. Damn, he is always ugly to the fucking why, man. Honestly, why? Explain. <sighs> okay. I started from the beginning and explained my dealings with Mr. Three and Mr. X running back. I also debriefed him on Mr. Finance. Oh yeah, I know that cat from the first night. But that's fucked up, D. Why didn't you tell me about any of this? <sighs> Unknown number. I don't know. Plus, you have your own dealings. Doesn't mean I can't help you. I know. I just thought I could handle everything. Mr. X running back became a sad accident. I didn't realize how serious he was talking about his desire of me to you. Well, what about Mr. Finance? What about him? He seems problematic. You ought to be more careful, D. I know, but Mr. Finance is... Harmless. Isn't that how you thought of Mr. X running back? Yeah? Take precaution. Mr. Ugly Ass's advice was right. I mean, someone was dead already. I needed to be more careful. Thank God Mr. Three was a willing participant to play hero. But for how long? Soon as he hears of my indiscretions, he might leave me for good. And that, I just couldn't bear. I call it a drug. Unlike the sour, sweet, hypnotic feeling of ecstasy, this disease wears at my heart like a cancerous magnet to the mind, body, and soul. It doesn't leave. It can't be removed or replaced. It can only be pacified by the draining. And he, he is the sullen embodiment of all that I ever want, but nothing I could ever empower yet calls me lusciously. Every moment, every hour, I hear the screams of he as he bellows this cry of sorrow and bliss. His song aches at my body and steals my mind for quite some time. Until then, I am pacified 
by the intaking. They call it lovemaking. If love could be such a displeasing tease that in the morning might I still taste this sour sweet? Infuriated, I am nauseated because my intolerance of this separation has caused a delirious rattle in my bones like the night air to a bare body. I stay and lay and await the hour, the minute, the second my lips will tingle, my tongue will salivate, and my throat to collapse back to the dismay of this sour sweet taste that I have grown to love and to hate. I call it the cold one. Dare I stay and realize that in acute time, I will lose all control due to the power it has on my soul. And selfishly, it turns away, but it doesn't walk away. Only to leave me in a pleading agony of affection. The moisture on my face concerns me as my plea turns into distraught sense. It still refuses to notice my vulgar display of pain. A stench so horrific freezes me as I realize that the tears in my eyes have been abandoned for such a time that those tears have formed into blood of desperation. And he, he is so vain. Dare I say that fortunate for he if I had the strength to walk away? Unfairly, I cannot survive even a day without his sour sweet. Are you going to talk to the police? D. They have no reason to question me, okay? You're safe. Stop worrying. D. Andre? I've been calling you. I thought for a second it was ironic Andre was at the bar until I remembered he mentioned he had been following me. But now, I was wondering to what extent. Was he around to see Mr. X running back intrude in my home and get shot? I suddenly felt less safe in his presence. D, which one is this? Mr. Ugly Ass, please don't start now. Andre, you're still following me? D, you need my protection. Trust me. If I needed Andre as bad as he declared, where the fuck was he when Mr. X running back broke in? Andre's demands were beginning to make me feel threatened, and his inability to actually protect me made me question his entire identity. Hello? D. Miss Optimistic Bitch? I need to see you ASAP. I saw the news. Are you okay? Andre told me to stay away from his sister, but her concerned voice and our time spent together made me trust her more than him at this moment. Yeah, girl, I'm good. That yeah, girl, I'm good made Andre shake his head slowly at me as if I had did something bad. How the fuck did he even know I was on the line with his sister anyway? He stayed glaring at me with disappointment. 
while Mr. Ugly Ass stayed confused. I checked Andre's phone. He's been calling you? We need to meet ASAP. There are things about him you need to know. Everyone in my circle was suspect as fuck, so it came to no surprise Andre was included. But staring at him in this moment, deep in his eyes, scared me to my core. I damn near speculated that perhaps he sent Mr. X running back to my home on a suicide mission. I know, I know, that sounds far-fetched. But with what I was dealing with at this time, shit. Anything was possible. Damn! D can't catch a break, can she? Listen, if I dissect D's circle, Mr. Finance is still at large. Obviously, he's been calling. Mr. Three desires to trust her and to protect her. Mr. Ugly Ass is a tad bit clueless, but D really is keeping him in the dark and only releasing what she thinks he should know. Hmm. Brother and sister. Miss Optimistic Bitch. And Andre. I mean, each one of them has their reasons why D should stay away from both of them. But I wonder, what is Miss Optimistic Bitch's reason for Andre? <laughs> this is Chronicles of an Asshole by Dominique Devereaux. I am your host, Dominique. Until next time, loves. <laughs>